Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. This is Thursday, uh, June 16th, 2016, and welcome to episode number 51 of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, NWO Wolfpack. Oh, okay, that's, okay, that's lame. <laughs> yeah. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you as we stream right along here through, of course, our Action Pack week, week here, as we always advertise here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, joining me here this evening <clears throat> is our is our premier news tag team that will be bringing wrestling news and views here momentarily. It is, of course, the infamous King Ice. Of course, <clears throat> let's run let's run down King Ice here for you. Of course, I have the one and the only King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith. <clears throat> I sound like an auctioneer here. The 2014 WWS Hall of Famer, of course, is the mainstay of the, of the radio network and the COO of WWS. And his partner, the Iceman JD Jeremy Geraldo from Raw Radio and, and some of our other shows here in the Radio Network. Plus, he's a 2015 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, on the chat box here tonight, uh, from also from Raw Radio, the first 2016 Hall of Famer is, of course, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Gentlemen, welcome to number 51 of NWO Wolfpack. Thursday night, good to be here. It is indeed, and of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, King Ice brings you your wrestling news and views here this evening, which I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. And of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has rejoined us, and he'll be bringing us wrestling history and birthdays, which we do have a very good amount to talk about there, um, and we'll definitely uh, share those with you here momentarily, plus with some time allotted, some general wrestling discussion, and who knows, possibly the old standby, and I'll let GTS tell you all about that here in just a few minutes, but first, I'm going to let GTS tell everybody how they can be a part of the second installment of the radio network. GTS, sir, if you please. All right. Uh, Let's get started. You want to contact us, get some tinfoil, 
get some Robert E. No, wait, that's not right. <laughs> one seven two four 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 seven four four four, and we didn't get rained out. The ID number is one three eight five two one. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to any of us right now. We're here waiting. Yes, sir, indeed, and we would love to hear what you have to say with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, our rest of the news and views now on tap here for tonight. And, of course, King Ice has it all primed ready to go. And GTS sounds like he is he, he is in full go mode here, so we're going to go ahead and keep him on that full go mode. We don't want we don't want him to slow down because that that would be bad for the show. <laughs> so, GTS, my man, take her away. Let's see what we got going on in the wrestling news this evening. Alrighty, we will check on that right now. As noted, WWE announced today they signed their first Chinese national athlete, Bin Wang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be returning to Shan, Shankind for an upcoming live event. Below is the video of Triple H in introducing Ben at today's press conference. As noted, Batista has wrapped up his scenes for the Marvel Galaxy of the Gardens of the Galaxy 2. WWE announcer David Tunga visit Batista on the set this week. And See what else I can make fun. I mean, report. Uh, WWE officials are really wanted. Top international wrestler Will Osprey for the WWE Cruiserweight Classic that begins later this month, but his two-year new. New Japan contract prevent him from happening. There was talk over the past weeks that WWE was still trying to sign him, possibly trying to work through the NJPW to make it happen. International wrestlers Big Demo and Norma Norm Norm Dar are expected to join Tommy Ann and Moose at the September WWE Performance Center tryouts. They can pass their medicals. Dara is already confirmed for the WWE CWC this summer. WWE continues to get aggressive on the talent acquisition. Several WWE NXT talents are expected to be called up for the brand extensions, and officials want experienced wrestlers who can Use on the tour 
exposed to the original idea of using the WWE Center to take athletes and teach them to be pro wrestlers. JD in. After Tuesday night's numbers of 210,000, TNA did only 82,000 last night on a Wednesday night airing, however, of TNA on Pop TV last night. And finally, however, Gilberto Melendez, who wrestled most notably as Gypsy Joe, however, in which his father had been hospitalized since June 24th and has been struggling with health issues since 2012, passed away today at the age of 82. Melendez worked his final matchup on January 10, 2011. Yes, you read that right. Believe it or not, he wrestled over 60 years, believe it or not. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family, friends, and fans tonight. Thank you very much, Thank you very much sir, Gerard and J.D. Of course, King Ice is, of course, WWUS's premier news tag team. Of course, they bring on the news fit to print. And, of course, if it does not fit the way they do, they make it fit. They always do. <clears throat> And now, ladies and gentlemen, Human Suplex Machine John Gross now has our rest of history and birthdays for today, which is for, for of course, on this day, June the 16th. Uh, he's got some good ones here, guys. You might remember some of these. Let's go and dive right on into it. On this date in 19, in this, yeah, on this day is 1992. WWE presented Clash of the Champions 19 from the McAllister Fieldhouse in Charleston, South Carolina. The show featured the first and first round and the beginning of the second round of a tournament to crown new NWA World Tag Team Champions. The championships were vacated early 1991 when WCW began referring to NWA World Tag Titles as the WCW World Tag Titles. On this date, 1993, WCW presented another version of Clash of the Champions from the scope in Norfolk, Virginia. The show was known for the in-ring return of, woo, Ric Flair, who despite returning a few months earlier to WCW had to sit out due to a non-compete clause. He teamed with his four horsemen buddy Arn Anderson to defeat the Hollywood Blondes for the WCW and NWA World Tag Team titles. Unfortunately, the second fall was won by DQ, but the championships did not change hands. This was Flair's first TV bout since his return in w- to WCW. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we mentioned this briefly on Tuesday's Revolution, but we'll mention it here again. On this date in 1996, at the Great American Bash, perhaps the infamous WCW moment in Baltimore, Maryland, former WWE stars, and of course Gerard's, Gerard's two guys right here, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, was interviewed by Eric Bischoff. The questions asked in the interview was apparently Nash and Hall asked if they were still employed by the WWE. Both said no. Moments later, Bischoff was powerbound through the stage, but he didn't give the names of the three people that would face the outsiders in a match. Oh. Oh boy, that's one, that's definitely an infamous moment in wrestling. And also noted the show was also Rey Mysterio's WCW debut. Believe it or not, there guys. 
but he failed to win the WCW Cruiserweight title against Dean Malenko. Now, on, on, on this day in 1998, at a Raw is War tape, we would notice the debut of Adam Copeland. Of course, we all better know him as Edge. He, his debut, debut aired six days later when Edge took on Jose Estrada in a match which was infamous. Edge hit a somersault dive on Estrada, landing on his right leg, landing badly on Estrada's head, and injuring his neck in the process. Ooh. Edge won by countout. Estrada, however, returned to the ring but did not compete on Raw. He wrestled a few Super, super Astros tapings until he was released in August of 1999. But as for Edge, he went on to a moderate, successful career, winning 11 world championships, 14 tag team titles, 2001 King of the Ring winner, a 2005 Money in the Bank ladder winner of the 2005 Money in the Bank ladder match, and also he was a uh, and also a five-time Intercontinental Champion. And of course, he won the 2010 Royal Rumble. At the time of his retirement in 2011, he amassed 31 total championships, more than anybody in WWE history. That's, that's amazing, guys, for Edge. On his date, 1990, and John went back one year. He's going back into 1997 on Monday Night Raw in a tag team match. Farouk and a mystery partner of his choice took on Ahmed Johnson and WWF champion The Undertaker. Farouk chose Kama as his mystery partner. This was Kama's first Raw appearance since November of 1995. After the match, Ahmed Johnson turned on The Undertaker joined a nation of domination before a brief moment but for a brief moment until they turned on him in August. Oh, okay. On this date in 2013, WWE presented payback in Rosemont with three major title changes. Curtis Axel won the Intercontinental title over Wade Barrett and the Miz in a triple threat match. The win made Axel and of course his father Kurt the first of course Mr. Perfect the first father son duo to win a singles title in WWE history. That is it, A.J. Lee won the Divas title for the first time by beating Kalen. A.J. held on to the title for a period of 10 months until Paige beat A.J. in Paige's debut match after WrestleMania 30. Alberto Del Rio defeated Dolph Ziggler to win back the World Heavyweight title as Ziggler battled through a concussion. There was a double turn to fans favored Ziggler while others booed Alberto Del Rio once again. Ziggler turned face and Del Rio turned heel. CM Punk made his return to action by defeating Chris Jericho after a WrestleMania 29 matchup with The Undertaker. And, of course, uh, one, year, one year later after that, Donald Trump announced he was running for president of the United States. Trump is, is the official is official the presumptive Republican nominee for the presidency. Okay. Uh, and we got some birthdays here, guys. One of them, uh, a happy 53rd birthday to James Fullington. Of course, everyone remember, remember, remembers him best as the Sandman. And another one of Gerard's favorite wrestlers, I think, too, Gerard. Right? You mentioned the Sandman a bunch of times. And today, ladies and gentlemen, is a very somber uh, birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Today would have been the 57th birthday of James Bryan Helwig, better known to fans as, yes, indeed, the ultimate warrior. That lived the latter part of his life under the name Warrior. I remember this. And here, of course, John's got some history on the Warrior right here. We'll go ahead and talk about that. He was born in Crawfordville, Indiana. He was the oldest of five children. 
He was a graduate of Central High School in Petersburg, Indiana. He attended Indiana State University. He took up amateur bodybuilding in the early 1980s. At the age of 11, he started weight training. After moderate success, he ended up winning the NPC Mr. Georgia in 1984 and finishing fifth in the Junior USA's the next year. Hellwig accepted an offer to join a group of wrestling bodybuilders called Power Team USA. I remember this. Hellwig made his professional wrestling debut as Jim Justice Hellwig, teaming up with Steve Borden. Of course, we now would know him as Steam. And they formed the Freedom Fighters, but, of course, they were, they were renamed the Blade Runners. Hellwig was Blade Runner Rock, and Borden, of course, was Blade Runner Flash. They teamed up they teamed for about a year in the, CW, in the CWA, and later in Bill Watts' version of the UWF. They disbanded when Hellwig left UWF in 1986. Hellwig went to WCCW that same year, known as the Dingo Warrior. He won the WCWA Texas Heavyweight title in 1987, but vacated the title when he left the company. He made a small return, but left again for good to join the WWF. He made his debut in WWF in October, where he was known as the Ultimate Warrior. Perhaps the biggest contribution in Warrior's career was at Madison Square Garden at SummerSlam. I do believe this was in 88 if I'm not mistaken, where he won the Intercontinental title over the Honky Tonk Man. Warrior substituted for Brutus Beefcake, who was attacked by outlaw Rob Bass, with Rob Bass hitting Beefcake with his whip. I think it was Rob. I think Rob Bass hit him with something. Uh, damaged his face with a spur. That's what I thought it happened. I think this one was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I've never seen some sort of clip on it. Okay, anyway. Warrior held on to the gold to WrestleMania 5 and 89 when Rick Root in his eight-month reign as Intercontinental Champion but recaptured the title at SummerSlam 89, of course, over Rick Root. He spent the remainder of the year feuding with Andre the Giant in the fall, defeated Andre in mainly short bouts to establish him as a main inventor. The highlight came with Warrior eliminating Andre tonight in 1989 Survivor Series via countout. He got the final two falls of the match defeating R. Anderson and Bobby Heenan. Ultimate Warriors' big feud would begin in 1990 when he started feuding with WWF champion Hulk Hogan at the Royal Rumble. The two had a teased confrontation and finally would meet at WrestleMania 6 in a title for title match with Warrior winning the WWF title. The Warrior was forced to vacate the Intercontinental title after he had won the WWF title. Warrior's primary feud for the championship was against Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase, and others. In 1991, he started another legendary feud with the Macho Man Randy Savage at the Royal Rumble. Randy Savage cost Ultimate Warrior the title against Sergeant Slaughter, leading to a career-threatening match, career-threatening battle between the two at WrestleMania 7 with Warrior winning the match. Matches came came just two days after Warrior was divorced to his first wife, Sherry Lynn Tyree. Warrior began the feud with the with the Undertaker by the summer. <clears throat> Began to by the summer with the Undertaker locking him in an airtight casket. Warrior thought he had Jake Roberts to help him learn secrets from the dark side, but it would not work out well as Roberts tricked Warrior to trust him for his battle with the man from the dark side. Warrior and Undertaker did, however, battle some live events, including the body bag match at MSG, with the Ultimate Warrior winning that match. About a month before SummerSlam, Warrior requested a new contract written to Vince McMahon. The man, I quest. To most, of his, uh, to most of his demands a few days later, including a $550,000 bonus for WrestleMania 7. But after SummerSlam, he was handed a letter of indefinite suspension. Warrior refused, and he left in October. But only six months later, he returned once more rescuing Hulk Hogan from an attack by Papa Shango and sent justice. 
His return came with creative control. He had a storyline feud with Papa Shingo, where Shingo cursed the warrior, causing him to convulse, bleed, and vomit. Warrior said he had no control over the storyline. Warrior wanted to have another run for the WWE title, but his return came around the time of a federal steroid investigation. 1993, Warrior became Jim oh, Helwig's legal Okay, JD. In 1993, Warrior became Jim Helwig's legal name. He remained mostly retired up in the wrestling school and wrestling for the IWF and turned with the CWA in Europe in 1995. He also had a small role in the movie Firepower in 1993. He made a return to the death in 1996 by making quick work of Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He had brief fuse with Goldust and Jerry Lawler, but he was... He was to take part in a six-man tag team match with Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson to take on Cam Cornette. But the WWE had fired Warrior once more after missing house shows grieved the death of his father. If man saw this as a move to hold out for more as a move to hold out for more money, Warrior claimed that he didn't show the events due to a breach of contract. Warrior made his wrestling return to WCW in 1998, the feud with former WWF rival Hulk Hogan who is now a heel after he had formed the NWO. Warrior and Hogan wrestled at Halloween Havoc and is considered the worst man, the worst man event bouts in, one of the worst man event bouts in professional wrestling history. Hogan won the bout and would have Warrior retired from wrestling in early 1999. He married one more time to Dana Vallal. They had two daughters, Indiana and Madigan. He became a motivational speaker following his retirement and denounced left-wing politics and homosexuality. Hmm. In late 2005, WWF released the self-destruction of the Warrior, with Warrior ended up suing the WWE in January of 2006. The lawsuit was dismissed in an Arizona, in Arizona court three years later. He would wrestle one more match following his retirement to defeat Orlando Jordan in Barcelona in 2008, but would go back to retirement. Warrior reconciled with the wrestling industry in his final years. He also spoke of Vincent Man in a positive light on his channel, on his YouTube channel. The man was so great for him that a second print of Brown tickets had to be ordered. Warrior was the star of a trailer for the WWE 2K14 video game. And in January 2014, Warrior was announced as the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. Warrior was inducted in April and made an appearance at WrestleMania 30 the next night. Okay, I'm explaining to John. John is, uh, is still getting all top of Oh, and if I, yeah, I think there's one more birthday. Too. Sorry, Chad. I was going to say there's one more birthday, and I want to give a special shout-out to my mother, whose birthday is today as well. Oh, happy well, happy birthday there to, 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 the, to, to, the, to the mother of the ice fan. Yes. yes. After that, he appeared on Raw for the first time since July of 1996 and channeled his inner motivational speaker. And, of course... This is where everyone remembers what he said on his last on his last Raw appearance. No WWE time becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats his final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did inside makes the blood pulse through the body of others, it makes him believe deeper. I love what he said here. I love what he said. In something larger than life, in his essence, his spirit will be immortalized by the storytellers. By the loyalty, the memory of those who honor him and make him make the running the man did live forever. Yes. 
was a good speech Justin Warrior made, but unfortunately, and I'm, I know we all know where this is going, but we'll, we'll let John go ahead and put it up here. And I think it's also today Paul Jones's birthday, too. Warrior collapsed in the hospital where he was pronounced dead, though he appeared to be in great spirits. And can't believe today he would have been 50. Many say he appeared frail, sweating, and breathing heavily in his final days. Warrior suffered from a heart attack at the, at the as the medical examiner said it almost immediately following his death. Today he would like to say ladies and this ultimate warrior would have been fifty seven years old. But he sent two senior officials to assist his widow in handling personal matters. Posthumously, Warrior was given the Tin Bell salute on the next week of Monday Night Raw. I think pretty much everybody on that sh- on stand on that stage is wearing an Ultimate Warrior t-shirt that night. An entire week of program was dedicated to the Ultimate Warrior on the WWE Network's streaming device. I think they interviewed Sting for this one at one point, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. That's what I thought. So I'm sure if anyone had some good stories about Warrior, I'm sure it was Sting. Warrior won the 2014 assignment for Comeback of the Year in 2015. The WWE introduced the Warrior Award, which, that's great. I, I like that. That was uh, given to one person who embodied the spirit and passion of the Ultimate Warrior. The award was given, of course, um, yes, to Connor to Crusher McCulloch. And the 2016 award was given to breast cancer survivor and journalist Joan London. Yes, I do remember this as well. Certainly the warrior spirit will live on forever and there will be another like the ultimate warrior. And Johnson, that's all he has today for the birthdays and histories. JD, uh, you did mention something about that. There was another, you thought there was possibly another birthday? Uh, yes, uh, not only my mom's birthday, however, I think it's also Paul Jones's birthday. Number one, Paul Jones. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do some. We'll do some checking on that. We'll let everyone know here during the during the evening about that. But uh, but but, what, but uh, I'm sure he's on the website, the same website that, uh, of course, that he that I look on as well, the same one that he looks on. And I'm sure if they had said it, I'm sure he would have mentioned it, but. But I think like the only other one they mentioned besides the warrior, I think it was the Sandman. Okay. We'll definitely get a check on that. If it is, we'll we'll we'll, we'll definitely wish wish this great wrestling manager a very happy birthday as well. <clears throat> and uh, we do thank John for bringing us the rest of his birthdays here for today. And of course Gerard and J D King Ice, thank you very much for doing for bringing us the rest of the news and views of the day as well. Uh, Gerard, man, uh, care to let everyone know one more time about how they can get on here and join the Fab Four this, this evening? Well, yes, I can. You can join us by uh, 
drinking this cold beer. No, that's not. <laughs> I'm going to join me drinking this cold beer. But you can join us by hitting up those numbers. And here they are again. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. The ID number is one three eight five two one. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to any of us right now. Thank you very much, there, Jerogo. Uh, we do very really appreciate that, bud. I also think I heard just now Mark Merrow had surgery today, heart surgery. Hmm. I'm I'm looking at a page right now, however, and and Mark Meadows says, today's my heart surgery, it's finally here. So uh, our thoughts and prayers with the wild man, Mr. Johnny B. Bad himself. Well, we'll we'll definitely have to, uh, definitely, we'll definitely be saying our our thoughts and prayers to him as well. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, And definitely, ladies and gentlemen, check out a lot of our, uh, like I said, we've gotten some great posts in on all of our pages here at the Radio Network and also on the Stable of Groups. So definitely give us a, give us a, 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 a give us a look, uh, give us a look over here and, uh, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, we'll let everyone get their thoughts and their opinions about the, uh, everything that we always post, and we love to hear. But what you have to, what you have to say is right here, right now. Hmm. And just looking over a couple of little things here. Uh, while uh, I'm looking at something else here, guys, I'd like to get your take on, if I, if I may. Uh, apparently, bids are coming in for UFC ownership. Hmm. I don't want to hear about this or not. Let me let me read the story and let me get your everyone's take on this. <clears throat> bids are expected to come in for a 100% ownership sale of the UFC this week. Dave Meltzer reports that bidding is expected to end this week for the company coming in on or around today. The sale is expected to be in the $4 billion price range. According to Meltzer on F4W Online, there are two new lead bidders, a joint bid between William Morris and Denver slash IMG and the Dalian Wanda Group. While it is possible that the current owners would end up not accepting the bid, the UFC was one was one that went through Goldman Sachs to find potential bidders. The site adds that it is believed that some, perhaps all the bidders, won't like to stay with the company with an ownership interest the UFC stayed mostly silent on the issue. Public Relations VP Dave Shola previously told ESPN when reports were surfaced, as a private company, we don't discuss speculation or rumors related to our business. Dana White, on the other hand, publicly said the UFC is not for sale. Uh, Gerard, can I get your take on this? What's this? What do you think about this deal about the UFC? Yeah, I heard this a couple of weeks ago. I heard Vince was going to buy it, but I don't know if that was true or not. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, probably could happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, do your take. 
It would be interesting, and yes, to answer your question real quick, uh, yes, it was Paul Jones' birthday today. He turned 74. Okay, thank you very much, J.D., for updating uh, us on that. But yeah, well. I mean, getting back to what I was saying about the OC, yeah, I mean, could, what can Vince not buy this time that he says he would own? I mean, the guy is like, I mean, power hungry on a power trip. I mean, I mean, if he wants to give it to someone, give it to his grandkids, give it to his own children, for God's sake. I mean, that would be well, sure. something he'll have lived, lived, yeah, leave with them. I mean, he doesn't need another thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens with this. It'll be quite interesting to see if WWE would be doing anything with the UFC. I mean, would, they, would, it be pretty, would it be doing something about like making it another brand for them or something? I mean, what would be the I don't know. That's the way to see it. Uh, and another wrestling story here, guys. Uh, apparently, Big E was interviewed saying about, saying about he wants Sasha Banks to join the New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but let me go ahead and read, it, read this to you as well. In an interview with Vegas 7. Hold on. Let me hear that advertisement. Thank you very much. I don't want to hear that while I'm talking. <laughs> Stop interrupting me. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's your boys at 411 Mania there, J.D. They put the advertisers right there in the middle of the story. Oh, of so course they avoid. Yeah. In an interview with Vegas 7, I've never, I've never heard of this. I don't know if y'all have or not. Uh, Big E revealed that if they had to add another member to the new day, he would want Sasha Banks to join. And here are some highlights about that. Uh, and talking about who came up with the raw time machine angle, he asked Big E response, we have a lot of weird ideas, a lot of ideas that are out there, but that actually was one of the few that didn't come from us. It was a decision from creative, and I thought, let's try to make it work, and I get that, and I get and I, and I get that it's not for everyone. I know some people didn't care for it, but, all, but we also heard a lot of people who loved it. It's a bit of a mixed bag, and our thing is, has always been that we try to provide an alternative a lot of people are into guys who are just serious and want to go out there and beat people up, and that's more than fine. I definitely understand that approach, but we just try to provide an alternative. And also, he also was asked who he might want in the New Day. And they said, we talked about this for quite some time, especially earlier. We always saw New Day as a faction that would expand and be larger than three members. Now, though, it seems like such a perfect fit with us three. <laughs> but if we had to... We're all such big Sasha Banks fans. I think she would add a different dynamic, though. She's though she's such a strong, beloved character that I don't think she needs to be threatened by anyone. But if we were forced to pick someone, it would be Sasha Banks. Gerard, hmm. your take? Do you think Sasha Banks would be a pretty good fit for the New Day? Yes, I would. What do you think, there, JD? I think she'd be fantastic. I mean, she would definitely win a lot of energy and passion and have a lot of fun with Big E. I mean, doing a little dancing, and then uh, maybe uh, Xavier will give her a chance uh, to uh, uh, realize uh, there's another woman in the uh, relationship and not just Francesca. Certainly, Another story, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we've been talking about, obviously, um, of course, the news about uh, uh, we're expecting to see Bray Wyatt and the Viper Randy Orton back back any time, of course, on the, in the WWE ring. Um, and I think uh, I think George, you might have touched a few things on this. 
be a few things on this. I don't know, but uh, let me go ahead and just throw out this right here. And there's a lot of internal excitement over WWE's new deal in China. The company is hoping to make big moves over there over the next few years. Uh, they said that Ray Wyatt has been at the last few TV tapings and, the, and is expected to return at any time. Okay. And also, they say Randy Orton could be cleared at any time to return. So he could pop up here at any time, but I don't know if WWE... Y'all think WWE is waiting for the right opportunity to bring him back? Gerard, let me ask you this first. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, when do you think that time might be, Gerard, your personal opinion? Uh, maybe Monday after the pay-per-view. I am so sorry, right, Mr. Ryan. Right. Oh, yeah. That's way harder hey, than I thought. Don't crash it again. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Hold on one second. <laughs> my computer is... Don't you hate when your computer just locks up on you like this? Yep. I'm going to brag on myself. Not even a backdoor brag. <laughs> okay, stop it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. There it goes again, J.D. You got to tell those boys there about that. Hmm. Um, but, of course, if that's, okay. And also, uh, J.D., your take on this, uh, do you see do you see Orton coming back here sometime soon? He could come back as early as this weekend, but I think they're going to hold him off maybe till Monday, and if not then, the next probably in the next week or two. I mean, he is, he should have been back already, along with Bray Wyatt. I mean, the question is, why are they just stalling? They don't have the right story for him at this point. Right, right, certainly. I mean, I would have thought he would have been back maybe sometime right after Rollins and Cena was, but apparently they decided to hold off, maybe. Hmm. Because he was one of the three that they were talking about they were going to be making a return back here soon. So. And also, we also got a lineup for next week's edition of NXT TV, guys, already. Let me go ahead and fill out the lineup here for you. Let me, let me get your take on all these matches here, guys. And I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name, but he's a... Of course, a great Japanese competitor. Nakamura. 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 I can pronounce that part. I can't pronounce the first name. Versus Buddy Murphy. Shinzi. Uh, Oni Lorcan. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. We'll take on the, I think y'all call him the Perfect Ten, Ty, Ty Dillinger. Yep. Nia Jax will take on Liv Morgan. Bailey is supposed to be taking on Diona Parasso. Per, I guess that's how you pronounce it. And no way Jose is supposed to take on Josh Woods. That's the lineup for next week's NXT TV taping. Uh, not a bad card. Y'all think? It's an okay card. I mean, you got uh, Bailey taking on one of the tough enough kids, however, and uh, Nakamura. And uh, who's Nakamura taking on again? Buddy Murphy. Now, that should be one of the better matches of the night. Now, it doesn't look like a bad show. No way Jose, I heard. He's been sort of like the Adam Rose of the WWE. I mean, his gimmick's been okay, but a lot of people are just kind of down on it. Fair enough. And, uh, and of course, um, and of course, J.J.D., you did touch on TNA's uh, uh, ratings here just a little while ago. Uh, here's a TNA-related story here, and let me make sure that uh, nothing pops on here to interrupt me here, because I want to read this story here for you. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, TNA is still trying to sign top talents to big money deals despite their recent financial issues. 
The WON, of course, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, states that one wrestler whose contract is coming due was offered a six-figure deal by TNA to come in and be a top star, but they are expected to, make, to take a lower offer with WWE. This is possibly, guys, and they're emphasizing this is in parentheses, this is possibly Ring of Honor performer Moose. Hmm. Possibly. They're not, Moose, not, he's going to sign with WWE because he's friends with Apollo right. Crews. Right, right. Okay. Drew Galloway, Matt, and Jeff Hardy are, are expected to talk with TNA over the course of TV payments this week about signing new deals. In these deals, TNA is looking for an exclusive activity to book and to book the talent to independent promoters. Galloway works a very heavy independent schedule in both the U.S. and internationally. The Hardys make big money on their independent appearances, not just for wrestling, but for merchandise, autographs, and photos. It would be interesting to see if they would give up what they currently have as far as their current deals because it could result in a significant loss for them. Hmm. Lashley did re-sign with the company, but it's not exclusive. He still fights for Bellator and also working regularly for Elite Lucha Libre in Mexico. I did not know that. Well, Bellator, I know he's been in that for a few years, but the other one I didn't know, but... I don't know, just, I just think with TNA signing all these guys that are trying to get these guys also in the fold hard, just I think it, the Dixie's trying to line her decks up all in a row before Vince raids the town again or something. I mean, they're just, they're on bar time more and more, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another story that needs to be watched is the, is the tour of India. India TMA's tour got canceled last year, and they will need to tour there this year to honor the terms of the contract. Sony 6 will cover some of the tour costs that will still cost TNA a significant amount of money to run. If for some reason they cannot run the tour and breach the deal with Sony 6, that would be considered a disaster because the Sony 6 deal is one of the few sources of significant income that the company has. Hmm. That's technically what George would probably call this kind of a life support thing for TNA, pretty much. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I think it sounds they, like a life support thing, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 411 Mania has also got their live uh, SmackDown coverage. Um, and let me see what they have to say here with this. Uh, uh, this I'm just going to tell you what the matches are. I'm not going to go with a big time thing, so don't worry about it. Uh, the main the Bank guys talk on um, Jericho show the highlight reel. Uh, Kofi Kingston um, with Xavier Woods. What the? No, wait a minute. This, this don't make any. This is this don't make any sense at all. Kofi Kingston with Woods and Kofi. Wait, they, 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 they always make a typo. It's supposed to be Big E then, obviously. Yeah. Kofi, oh, I think e. it was supposed to be. Uh, I heard it was supposed to be Woods and AJ fighting, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, Right, right. So, so apparently, what they had to, so what they have here is probably not um, is not correct because the way they have it worded is is that I guess uh, Kofi Kingston versus uh, with I think I think I think what they're saying here is that Xavier Woods and Big E was coming down to the ring with them, I guess versus Aiden English with uh, of course Simon Gotch versus Luke Gallows with Carl Anderson and Big Cass with Enzo. Um, and I think 
Xavier Woods and Enzo Amore joined on commentary. Uh, How you doing? Yeah. And believe it or not, Cubby brought back the trouble in paradise, during, they said, during this. That's, one of, that's just one highlight of that. Baron Corbin versus Zack Ryder. And Dolph Ziggler was on commentary for this match. I will, I will make a note of that. Um, a non-title match as the U.S. champion Rusev took on the former champion Kalisto. Uh, ooh. Ooh. AJ versus Xavier Woods. Is that what you were talking about, Gerard? Yeah. Yeah, that was a match between AJ and Xavier. Okay. All right. Yeah. That happened a little bit later on. Okay. Non-title match. The women's champion Charlotte with Dana Brooke versus Natalia with Becky, Becky Lynch in her corner. Okay. Ooh, guys, a big six-man tag here. I guess leading into uh, Money in the Bank, Ambrose, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn versus KO, Jericho, and Del Rio. Hmm. That, that is a big six-man tag. Yep. Uh, Rogers is taking on the, on the matches for tonight's down here. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. What do you think there, uh, J.D., for, for the matches here? <sighs> Sorry about that. I had you on there. Um, no, it looks like a pretty good show. I mean, you obviously got that, you got six, your big six-band tag, of course, uh, being your main event, of course. Uh, we saw what happened Monday night, of course. We had two of the competitors, obviously, fighting, of course. We saw the other four are play a part in it, and now tonight you got the six-person tag, obviously. But that A.J. Kofi match should be tremendous as well. Uh, the AJ match with Xavier Woods. Yeah, sorry, Xavier. Yeah, yeah. That's right. But they say they called it a Jordan. They called it a TNA reunion because uh, that's right. Xavier was, of course, Consequences Creed during that time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's why he did the Apollo Creed thing with the American t- trunks and all that stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, Gerard, I still have looking at this picture you sent two days ago, man. It is just so awesome. The NWO shirt on. Awesome, man. Very awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's some of awesome. That's, that's a few little just tidbits there. And, we'll, and, <clears throat> and uh, let me see what else we got going on here. Uh... Going into our, like I said, our 10 o'clock hour here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, and and uh, GTS, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken there, bud, I do believe we got something big going on on this weekend. I'm not sure what it is exactly, but you might let the folks know what that could be. Yes. This Sunday, tune in 5 o'clock for our pre-show to the Money in the Bank. Predictions, result or not results, predictions, uh, bets, and anything else we can think of. So everyone tune in. The number is 1724-444-7444. ID number is 138055. Press pound, press 1. See you Sunday. Absolutely, and, and we'll definitely have a lot to talk about there. And indeed, you are. Thank you very much, sir. Sir, uh, let's see here. Uh, 
I'm guessing killer bets already going on here for this for this money in the bank thing. So it's gonna be pretty big. Be pretty, be, be pretty big. And like I said, with those young we're going into the ten o'clock hour here on Wolfpack, I say uh guys, we've got about uh hmm, and John's mentioned he might do his predictions tomorrow. I'm planning to do mine tomorrow too. Yeah. All right, so we'll have to make definitely have to make some uh yeah, we'll definitely read your uh, JD's, yours, and John's predictions on Sunday as well. Uh, well, and if you can hear that in the background, guys, bear with it. It's been raining here, like I said, since this afternoon. It's still raining. Okay. Well, let me see, Gerard. We got like an hour left, but uh, I was starting to think here. Didn't didn't we have a uh, and JD, I see this too. Do, don't we have any brackets that we need to try to finish? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I have my sheet still with me. Uh, I think, and I think Gerard, you might have one lined up too. I think, or was that just for? Um, so I have a, I think I have a couple uh, wrote down too. Okay. I think one. Well, of, we finished the one-off, right? Yeah, the tag bracket. I think we did, didn't we? Uh, that's Wait, what I think. Get my book and okay, okay, yeah, yeah. See, see, yeah. Everyone, look, yeah. Both look at look at your bracket books and see what you got. See what we got because I don't think we reached the end of any of them. I don't think. Well, we might have reached one or two, maybe. I'm not sure because. I think we have an hour left. We could probably do one of those, maybe not one of them out here tonight. Yeah, that story you gave us, J.D., about Gypsy Joe. Someone actually put that in the Heaven Wrestling Federation page earlier today, too. Uh, in addition to Captain Dave, we've got another person that's posting on that page a whole lot, too. Well, they said he wrestled for 60 years. I'd say he beats, he beats, he beats, he, he, he kind of beats out a lot of your other legends right there. Yep. Well, my brackets are I got women's wrestling. Yeah. I got tag team. Mhm. Mhm. And then I got mm-hmm. that big, big bracket. We won't want to do that one tonight, though. It's that sixty-four, that big, huge one. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think we still have oh, to finish that. Uh, not, I don't think we have finished out the women's one. Do you, know you have any rope down for the women's or no? Yeah, I saw the women's one right here in front of me. Yeah, 
I think we were supposed to, we we were we had we started it out how and then we held off on it for a few a while. Well, it's only a short little bracket. We could probably knock that off. Yeah. Which one, the women's? Yeah. Let's knock it out, then. Let's, let's, right. bring it to, let's bring it to the, let's bring it to the table here, guys. All right. And 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 and, 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 and we have it written down, so we don't always may not have to remember who did what. But we have it written down big time. Okay. Hey, JD, why don't we take turns? You could take the well, actually. I'll take the first one, you take the second one. I'll take the third one, you take the fourth one? Yeah, that works. All right. Okay. And, of course, King Eyes will be bringing us our, our once again, our bracket has to do with the lady, with, with the women of professional wrestling. So, gentlemen, please proceed. We'll start talking about it. All right. All right. Our first bracket up is Lita versus Gail Kim. Ooh, Lita versus Gail Kim, awesome matchup here. Uh, Gerard, what do you think there, bud? This is very hard because uh, of two reasons. I grew up with Lita, watching Lita, and Gail Kim's Canadian, and I grew up with her as well. So, uh, uh Gonna have to go with Lita. Okay. JD, Lita versus Gail Kim. I'm gonna take Lita. John is also taking Lita as well, but he had to step away for a few minutes because he had to go to the can. Which I don't know why. <laughs> John, that is gross. Oh! <laughs> That's awful, guys. That's awful. Okay, uh, next up, please. Let's have the next one the bracket. Yeah, the next one is going to be, I'm just looking at my notes here. Uh, okay, here we go. It is Daphne taking on Sasha Banks. Ooh. Uh, Daphne versus Sasha Banks. Gerard, you're taking on this match. Damn, I don't like this match either. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn, big fan of both. Uh, uh, I'm going the boss. Going with Sasha there, JD. Daphne versus Sasha Banks. Sasha. Cool. Uh, and now we'll get John's take here in just a few minutes. He's doing what I do. He's taking the three minute warning. Uh. Uh, I guess I'll have to say tough call here, but I gotta say the boss as well. It'd be a good match though, like Gerard said. Very good match. And we'll get John's take here in just a few minutes as soon as he gets back. Uh next matchup, please. Next matchup is Velvet Sky versus Medasia. Oh, yeah, that was Sky versus, of course, the main freak of Scott Steiner there, Medeja. Gerard, what do you think on this match? I'm going to pick Bubba Ray's girlfriend, Velvet Sky. Sounds good. What do you think there, JD? Velvet Sky. Got to say that too as well. And 
<clears throat> and uh, John has not yet returned, so we'll, uh, we'll get his thoughts about it here in just a few minutes. Uh, but uh, next match, please. This is the last match in JD Europe. Yeah, the next match is... I'm looking here in my notes here. Okay, here we go. Tori Wilson versus China. Oh! Tori versus China. How come oh. I don't have that one? Okay. I don't have that one. You don't have that one? Okay, hold on a second. Uh, I have Jacqueline versus Madison Rain. Oh, okay, you're right. I was being something wrong then in the other bracket. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, Jack- that's right. Yeah, Jackie versus Madison Rain. That's right. That's right. Okay, so it's Jacqueline versus Madison Rain. Yes, sorry about that, yes. Okay. Uh, Gerard, your take on this match? Madison Rain. This is a tough one. This is a good one, but you know what? How I'm going to say Madison Rain as well. You know what? i got to say that, too. I'll definitely say Madison. <clears throat> and we keep uh, rolling. And have we made any Have we made any uh, uh, advancements so far, Gerard, in this bracket with these matches so far? Well, yeah, it's going to come down to the final two. It's going to be Lita versus the boss and... Ooh, the beautiful people get to face off. Velvet Sky versus Madison Rain. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. I love it. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, do we have another? We're ready for that. Another another contest, sir, if you please. Oh, this is it. Oh, that's it. All. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, right down there, down to the wire, ladies and gentlemen, as we have, like as Gerard said, the final two matches. Lita, <clears throat> I'll clear my throat here in a minute. Lita taking on Sasha Banks, and like, and also as you are says, the beautiful people fight against one another here as Velvet Sky match and Rain. Goes ooh. Well, we got to go with the first one here. Lita versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Gerard, what do you think, there, bud? I'm gonna have to go with Lita. Going with Lita. All right, JD, your thoughts here? Lita versus Sasha. Sasha. Oh! We'll definitely have to get John's word on this here in a minute. He's still, he's still not back, so apparently he... I hope he hasn't fallen in the toilet there. Uh, he must be Rosie or Jamal if he's doing the three-minute warning thing. I don't know. Uh, I gotta say Lita as well. Uh, do we want to wait for John, or do we want to go ahead and press on to the next match? Go to the next match, and John can chime in when he gets back. Okay. And like I said, George said, the beautiful people face each other, Velvet Sky versus Mass and Rain, and John has made it back in. George, your take on the beautiful people, the Velvet Sky and Mass and Rain facing each other? Velvet Sky. Okay. Uh, JD, your, your take here on this? I'm going to say Velvet as well. Okay. Uh, John, uh, <clears throat> uh, two members, uh, John's also saying Velvet, and I'm also saying Velvet. So, Gerard, that leaves the final match as? Well, what did John say about the lead? <laughs> oh, I'll let, me go back. Let, me, let me go back and ask him. Yes, thank you for reminding me. John, the other match, the, the, the first of uh, the final two matches here to, to move on to the finals, Lita, 
is was now taking off Sasha Banks. What's your take on that match, John? Yeah, thank you for reminding me, Javor. Appreciate that. Got the answer now. John is going with Sasha. Shit. So that's, so that's a tie. So we got a tie. Ooh, we got a tie. Uh, that's right. JD and John both said Sasha and Jordan, and then Jordan, you and me said Lisa. That's right. Uh, let me see. 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 Uh, oh, darn it. Mm. Well, I can do it. I could do a coin flip. We'll do a coin flip? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll so... Break out, got the coin. Okay, right. Break it out my coin, but... Uh, so, Chad, Carl, which which do you want Lita to be? Head or the little boat? Uh, let, her be, let her be heads. Let her be heads. All right. So Sasha's the yeah. boat. It's my Canadian dime. One's a boat and one's a head. So, okay. all right, All right. trying okay. to go for the head here. All right, let's go. Ah, it's Sasha Banks one. Also, the, so so the boat prevailed. Okay. Oh well, so so now, ladies and gentlemen, we now officially have. Uh, it is officially here. We have now Sasha Banks taking on Velvet Sky. All I got to say is, ooh, Gerard, your thoughts on this final matchup? Wow. Um, This would be a doozy, I'd say. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go with the boss. You're going with the boss, JD. Sasha Banks versus Velvet Sky. I'm gonna go with uh, Sasha. You're also going with Sasha, John. Sasha Banks versus Velvet Sky. John's also saying Sasha, and I will say that as well. So, Gerard, please announce the winner of the bracket. It's the fucking boss that wins with a bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I love what I love what you are doing. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Sasha Banks, the winner of the women's tournament bracket. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, we still got plenty of time, guys. Uh, yeah, about that was one region. Years. I thought. I only have. I only wrote down the one, so I don't know if did you guys did, do other you did ones. The, you did the north, John did the south, I did the east, and Chad did the west, I remember. Oh, I this guess game. I wasn't oh, that. This game. Oh, we started this on Wolfpack, didn't we? We started this one on Wolfpack, didn't we? Yeah. One of them we did, I know. Yeah, this was the one, I think. I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll go to your Let's bracket go. next, Chad, because your bracket's pretty good. Okay, uh... Oh well, like I said, y'all have the stuff written down. I, I just, I, I just, 
Uh, I just go by. Uh, Let me see. Well, I haven't been able to think of any new topics to do a bracket for here, guys. Uh, what do we, we do the tag team? To the tag, let's do the tag team. We tag team would be good. I like it. Yep, that's good. That's a good okay. idea. I like that idea. So, so y'all, got, y'all got those as well, so we'll go ahead and get those fired up here. And we had some we had some killer matches with that, I think, when we left off with that, I believe. You got them wrote down too, right, JD? Uh yes, yes I do. I have them with me. Yes I do. All right, we okay. want to do the same. I'll start off and we'll take turns. Yep. All right. Okay. And Gerard, if, if he doesn't respond real quickly, you have my permission to pop him upside the head. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to do the first one because these All are right. my boys. It's gonna be the club versus the heart foundation. Oh, killer match right here, Gerard. What do you think here? Or do we even need to ask? It's going to be an upset. It's going to be the club. There you go. What do you think, JD? The club versus the Heart Foundation? I'll take the hearts in this one. Well, so far, one for the club, one for the hearts. John is saying the club. He's not talking about the sandwich either here, ladies and gentlemen. He's talking about the club, the Blue Gals, and Carl Anderson. This be a this be a this be a back and forth contest, my personal opinion. I also got you know what I got to give it to the club here as well. Uh, I think I think they might have that have more a bit more power in this. I play the club, so the club advances there, Gerard. All right. All right. The next one is I got the free birds. Versus, uh, who did who did Poland and Kendrick take on? Does anyone remember? Yes, Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Mike Rotundo. So it's the Freebirds versus the U.S. Express of Windham and Rotundo. Okay, which two Freebirds was it? Or, I, or was it? I think it was Bam Bam and P.S. Hayes. Yeah, it was. It's Bam and P.S. Hayes. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Gerard, Michael Hayes, and uh, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, the Freebirds, taking on the U.S. Express. You're taking on this match. Ooh. That one's, uh, that one's a toughie. Uh, uh, you're going to have to go Freebirds. Did y'all see the music video Michael Hayes did in tribute to, uh, Terry Gordy. Yeah. That was a great that was a great video. He does I a great that video. actually to you guys, I thought. I actually I found it and I put it, I, I think I put it in the vault. So I'm not you did, saying, well, I think you did, yeah you did. Okay, so I I think it's in the vault. I'll have to look it up and see. I would mind pulling that up again. That was a great video. Mm-hmm. Uh your take here on uh, the Freebirds, uh uh Michael Hayes and Bam Bam Gordy taking on <clears throat> Freebird uh, Fantasia lives for- forever. Go over the Freebirds, okay? We say, John, Freebirds taking on the U.S. Express. John's also saying Freebirds, and it's going to be a sellout here, ladies and gentlemen. The Freebirds will advance. I'm going to say that, too. 
We've got some great matches lined up here, lined up here so far, and uh, let's see what we have up next in our big tag team there. Holy shit, we got a doozy. Ooh. Uh, Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody versus my boy Scott Hall and Kirk Hen- Kurt Henning. Oh. Gerard, I don't think I even need to ask you this question. but No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Who were the New Age Outlaws taking on again? Beer Money. Beer Money. Okay. So Realize got... if the Outsiders win, Hall will be able to take on himself. <laughs> yeah, right. So we've got, so to correct me if I'm wrong here, the match is the Outsiders versus Beer Money. Beer Money. Gerard, do I even need to ask you on this one? You don't, but since you asked, Outsiders for life. <laughs> yes, uh, JD, what do you say? The Outsiders versus Beer. Oh, Outsiders Edge, Jackknife, Powerbomb calls it a night early. Uh, I'm going to say the same thing. And John, what's your take? And guys, I think we're going to get our wish because uh, John's also saying the Outsiders. So, uh, that I'm thinking uh, that was just made here, is it I actually going to come through here as is one of these guys going to have to face himself? Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, unless, they, unless they have like a, like uh, another uh, duplicate, how like they did with the stings and the doinks, however. Yeah. Hey, you know, we could use the fake razor, Rick. Uh, Bonger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about him, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, right. <clears throat> of course, they will remember as the fake Diesel, too, who, of course, they always become king. I'll shut up now. I'm just such a No, you're fine. I'm just, I'm just listening to the bracket. It's part of the bracket. So, going right ahead there, gentlemen, if you please. No, Gerard's up, actually. I already went on that one. That was the match I did. Okay, wait a second. Oh, Oh my God, that's funny. 
What is it? My friend wrote a sign, saw a sign at the Indian Hills Community. community. Uh, it's like, I, I think it's down in Virginia. I'm not sure. It says, police toilets stolen. Cops have nothing to go on. <laughs> oh, Lord. Only he could think of something like that. You know what? I don't have any more of the tag team matches broken down, I guess. I think I do. I mean, just look at my list here. Let's help you out here. Uh, We had Randy Orton in EC3, I think, in a match against, uh, I think it was Kane and Abyss, wasn't it? Or something like that? Sounds right. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'll okay. check my notes to be sure, but I think I have that written down somewhere. Yeah, we're our our premier news team, ladies and gentlemen, is also our premier bracket team, and they're definitely sifting through this to make sure they have this. Have this correct. Okay. JD, do you have that straight? I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think, it, like I said, it's, I'm pretty sure it's what it was, however. Or was that last one, was that not the last one we did? The last yeah, I think one so, yeah. yeah. So it was? Okay. So. So apparently these so apparently the two matches we just made are the final two in the whole bracket? Yes, I believe so. Yes. So it looks like so it appears here, ladies and gentlemen, that the final two matches are as follows. When we have Carl Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows of the club taking on Michael Hayes and Terry Bam Bam Gordon of the Freebirds. And a very interesting duo here is the team of Scott Hall and Kurt Henning. We'll take on Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the Outsiders. <laughs> now, do we want to do the this match, the, the second match? Do we want to do this match like this, or do we want to change a little something in, about it? Mm. What do you think, Gerard? What do you mean, change it? Change it how? Like, like. Uh, well, you know, because Kurt, I'm sure Kurt Henning and Kevin Nash be asking this guy, Hall, though, where are you going to fight? What side are you going to fight on, buddy? Hey, by the way, Gerard, uh, I don't know if you saw this chat this for you, too. Greg started a new group called X-Pac is a Great Wrestler. Oh, I didn't see that. Yep, we just started. X-Pac is a Great Wrestler. 
Yes. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good wrestler. All right. Yes. Now, 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 y'all were talking about um, George. You and JD was talking about the uh, the guy that did the fake Razor Ramon. Uh, Why don't we put put him in there? I guess with Henning versus the outside for, for Hall and Nash. That sounds good to me. JD, any objection? No problem with that. I have no objection whatsoever. So we got now. So now taking place, Mr. Scott Hall is currently tag team partner. Will be what do we just, what do we call him? Fake Ramon or something? I mean, fake razor, yeah. Fake razor. Fake razor. Okay. Will be the fake razor and Kurt Henning taking on Scott Hall and Kevin Nash the outsiders. Okay, gentlemen. Last two matches of the tag team bracket. Let's go ahead and talk about it. The club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus. Michael Hayes and Terry Bam Bam Gordy of the Freebirds. Gerard, your take on this match, please, sir. Going to have to go with the club. Okay. J.D., your take on this? I'm going to take the club, too. John, your take on this, the club versus the Freebirds? John's also saying the club, and I will as well. So the club gets by the legendary Hall of Famers of Freebirds to advance in this tag team tournament bracket. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the second match of the finals here, as as now Kurt Henning and his new partner, the Fake Razor, as we're calling them here, are taking on Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the Outsiders. And Gerard, I don't think we even need to ask you about this one either. I don't think. No, you don't. I think we all know the answer to that. He's choosing current novice. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, yeah, you're taking the outsiders. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. JD, your your take the fake razor and Kurt Henning versus the outsiders. The real outsiders, but Kurt Henning will betray the fake razor and leave him in the dust. So you're taking the outsiders as well. Yep. Okay. John, your your take. The Outsiders versus Fake Razor and Kurt Henning. I'll go ahead and say the Outsiders, too. I think that would be a great... I think uh, uh, that's academic, I think. John says the Outsiders with Scott hitting the Fake Razor with the Razor's Edge. I like how he does that, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, the final match of the tag team tournament bracket is dun, 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 dun. for any uh, I'm sorry, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the club taking on Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the Outsiders. All I gotta say is W O W. Wow, but Gerard has might have something ten times bigger than that to say about this. What's that? What's that? What, the, what is that? By any chance, Gerard? Holy fucking sheep shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sentence exactly. Speaking of Gerard, uh, I need to get your opinion on this here. This might be a toughie here. What do you think here? The outsiders versus the club? Yeah, it's a little toughie. Uh, ah, damn it. Why the hell do we pick this stuff? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is 
like having your nuts caught in a bear trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to move. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ouch. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You know, we were talking about China earlier. It's so funny, though. I was just looking at a picture of the new Disney World in China. They said it costs over six million or billion to build. What? The new Disneyland in China. They have Disney World in China now. Yeah, the Shanghai Disneyland. It costs Forbes says it costs over six billion dollars to build. But get this guy. They didn't spend that much to, to make Mickey's eyes a lot thinner than they are already. <laughs> oh, no, Roberta, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know uh, what? The thing about you know, do you know what would be the most popular attraction set? Hmm. If they had them do that movie, you remember that Disney movie, Mulan? Yeah. That would be the, probably the most popular thing over over there in China that you watched. But, but wait. Mulan. I mean, I, 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 that was around. The, I know it's Japan, but that's about around the same thing. Yeah. Close to it, I guess. Well, they got the final figure, and also too. Remember, I told you about the parade. They said they said officially, and I looked in the morning paper today, four hundred thousand. For what? Yesterday's parade. Penguins parade. Yeah. Gerard, that deserves another moment, but I think you know what I mean. The whole, city the whole was... fucking town was at the parade. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They had to shut down for that. Man. They had to shut it down. It was insane. Yes. And uh, so, but uh, thank you very much, Jenny, for sharing. Uh, you were saying, sir, about this final match in the bracket. Wait, I got to say something about the Japan thing. It's kind of funny, but... Uh, <laughs> they have a big... Wait, what? I was trying to. It's gonna be, gonna be, gonna be too much. But do they have a stick saying you're gonna be this height to ride the ride? Nobody will be able to ride the ride. Hey, 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 Gerard, Gerard, I can tell you another popular thing at that one. It's a small war. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm perfect. Will be standing on another shoulder and say, "Hey, I'm tall enough. Let me get on." <laughs> oh Lord, that's terrible. But you know, the only one who would be that would probably qualify would probably yell me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, the Mickey Mouse. I can't believe I even said that. Oh Lord, yeah, he was. He, he, uh, Mickey Mouse was with a uh, Kung Fu Panda Poe, and the rest of the Kung Fu Panda. To open up. So Mickey Mouse would wear his tux. Mickey Mouse would wear a kimono or something. Yeah. Well, I, they, they actually have done that. Actually, I have heard. And uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, hey, uh, and guys. Sadly, I also heard something about this too. George, you might find this interesting. They don't. They won't have a Donald Duck there. You know why? Hmm. In their restaurant, they have to serve duck sauce. Well, I, no, no, well, yeah, but they, they have to serve it extra crispy. <laughs> yeah, they have to use it. And, and Donald Duck fits. And Donald Duck has enough 
Never mind. I ain't going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm getting way off here. Gerard, what's your take on the on the match? <laughs> wait, there's a match going on? Wow. I didn't well, there was. I mean, this went nuts. <laughs> Hey, is it Mickey Mouse versus now? Jeez, Mickey Mouse versus Goofy? Because I'd like to see that. Uh, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Uh. All right. Uh, back to reality. Uh. Oh yeah, right. Uh. Ah. One of my favorite heel teams of all time. My new favorite heel team now, but I'm going to have to go with the Outsiders. Yes, sir. The Outsiders. Okay, J.D., the Outsiders taking on the club in the final match. I want to say the Outsiders. And, and John, uh, your take on this and... I'm glad John hadn't said anything at all that we were talking about about Disney a few minutes ago. But hey, George, you brought up, you brought up Mickey Mouse versus Goofy. That there in China, Mickey Mouse takes off one of his ears and throws it like a ninja star. Going, Whoa! Okay. <laughs> okay, this is getting out of hand. John is saying, that so far, I said George and JD, you you have both said the outsiders. John has said the club. Uh, Holy shit, he picks the club now. A bad timing, man. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's only the second time he's actually the third. No, he, no it's only the third time he's, cho- he's, he's chosen it in this minute. Okay. Um, and I got to say, the outsiders here. So, ladies and gentlemen, and Gerard is happy to, I'm sure he's happy to do this. Gerard, the winner of the tag team bracket is. The Outsiders. <laughs> and Gerard can't wait to, to, to hear the NWO theme blaring through the arena one more time. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I was I was happy to hear it at WrestleMania 31. Yes. When they and Hogan came out there, uh, um, you know, when they finally went face-to-face with Road Dogg, Billy Gunn, and X-Talk. That was that was amazing. That was a that was a great moment. Yes. That was a that was a great moment. And JBL actually JBL did say something pretty interesting here. I, I guess you could say for once. <laughs> he said that uh, that this this is a fight that they wanted to see in the nineties. It might be a little late, but it's coming, and it sure did. <sighs> I couldn't believe the Hogan, man. Uh, 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 oh, man, Hogan was in rare form for that. But who would have thought right out, long after, not too long after that, what happened with him? Huh? Uh, well, guys, we got about 20 minutes. Uh, we've, not, we've knocked out two brackets. You want to knock out some of the old standby? While we're on a roll here. I have no problem with that. Let's hear from the main NWO man himself right here. 
Sure, why not? And, Gerard, how about giving us a brief intro into the old standby? I just pulled up this story, J.D., you just sent about the parade. and uh, This this uh, website for this news station in Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. Uh, if you put a hotel online, it's pretty much like this. Some people fly right past you, and you'll never see them again. Oh, yeah, Just anyone that has one will just, uh, or John be thinking of one as well. 
you are, JD, please, by all means, please. Uh, I'm thinking of one. I think I'm thinking of one. I'm thinking of one. Okay. Oh, I got it. You got one, you got one there, JD? Uh, Har- going right ahead if you have one. Hardcore rules. And the 24-7 limit is in effect, however. We'll start with these two, but then anyone can name anyone else. So I want to make it a little more fun. And by that, I mean the two I'll list, however. However, who wins that, however? Then we could ask the question, should they keep the hardcore title or is the 24-7 rule into effect? Mm. And the first two in the hardcore affair will be KO and Rhino. Holy cow! Yep. That is a match and a half. And, J.D., let me ask you about that. That's you made the match. Great match. Two great competitors. The Gore versus the Pop-Up Powerbomb. Detroit versus Canada. I'm going with Rhino. Gerard, what do you think? Your hardcore rules, uh, Rhino versus KO. Pop up power bomb. Yeah. I gotta say that too. I think uh, KO would get a get a good edge on Rhino on this. John, your take: KO versus Rhino, hardcore rules. John says, Mr. K.O. for the win. <laughs> Mr. K.O. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Uh, I'll be thinking of one that Gerard and John be thinking of one as well. Uh, let's see here. Mm. I didn't see them tag up that often, I think, with the exception of uh, that fateful night of Survivor Series when brother turned against brother in this. I think y'all know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to put them in a I'm going to put them in a tag team situation. I'm going to put Bret Hart teaming up with his brother Owen, and they are going to take on. Oh, another brother team. Oh, I like this. Brett and Owen Hart versus the Steiners. Hmm. Gerard, your take on this. The Hearts. <clears throat> I'm going to say Hearts, too. You're saying the Hearts, okay. Uh, John, your take here. The Hearts versus the Steiners. John is saying the hearts as well. And I got to give the edge to the hearts too. But I don't think during, and George, let me ask you this, ask you this, that during the time back in the late 90s, whenever they did the revamped Heart Foundation, um, I don't think that Brad and Owen actually wrestled as a team together, did they? Too sure. 
I know Owen and the Bulldog did, but I was wondering if Owen and Brett did before he left. I, I, thought, I thought they did in Survivor Series '93. It was like, well, I'm uh, talking about like I'm talking about the revamped Heart Foundation. Oh, revamped Heart Foundation. Yeah, right before he left to go to WCW. Oh. That's what I. Was. Okay, but of course. The brother team, the, I mean, the brother team aspect is not bad. It's never been that bad in wrestling. I mean, I think a lot of that Steiners is one of those. That's, that, that's a pretty good example of that. Uh, okay, John has his match. Jordan, uh, <clears throat> unless you have one already ready, I'm going to go to yours first. Yeah, I have one. You have one? All right, Gerard, go ahead, but let's see what you do. All right, I got a tag team matchup. I got uh, X Pac and Crash Holly versus Spike Dudley and Crowbar. Oh, X Pac and Crash Holly versus Spike Dudley and Crowbar. Wow, what's your take on this match, George? Um, I'm gonna have to go with X Pac and Crash Holly. Oh, okay. JT, your take on Gerard's tag match. What's the tag again? X Pac, Crash Holly versus Spike Dudley and Crowbar. I'm gonna take uh, X Pac and uh, his team. Uh, John, your take on Gerard's tag match, X-Pac and Crash Holly versus Spike Dudley and Crowbar. John is also saying X-Pac and Crash. And I'll say that, too. Uh, And John's got one, too. And before I say what it is, and Gerard, you and JD would would, would understand what I mean when I would understand what I'm talking about when I say this, I am 100% glad Michelle is not on here tonight. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, she, I talked to her earlier. It's raining pretty good in her neck of the woods, too, she said. <laughs> right, right. That's her, well, I'm just saying that the match that John made, I'm just glad that she's not on to hear it because I think Michelle would probably be heading towards, towards the general direction if that was the case. Uh, anyway, the match is... He says a match of power. Then we're going to talk about power. He has got the Ultimate Warrior versus Roman Reigns. Hmm. Roman versus who? Uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, your take here. Ultimate Warrior versus Roman Reigns. Ultimate Warrior. JD? The Warrior. Uh, and John's also, believe it or not, John is actually saying the Warrior as well. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and you know what Michelle would say if she actually heard, heard me say who John picked. So, and I got to say the Warrior as well. I think the Warrior would definitely, uh, it would, it 
would be a great it would be uh, great to see though. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? That's one that's one aspect about the. And before we go to do any more, I want to mention one thing. That's the beauty of the. Uh, um. Of doing these of, of of getting these video games. So you can play these matches out. I mean, I mean, you could actually pro, you can actually just pick the wrestlers you want involved in the match, and you can actually play do computer versus computer. You don't even have to play it yourself. You just watch the match happen. So, but that's just that's just saying that's just the beauty of. Of, uh, of playing video games and all that, you never you just put matches together with re- guys against guys who have never faced each other before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, there, guys. So we got time. Um, we'll do one more small round here. Uh, I thought with it being NWO Wolfpack, I thought that uh, Gerard might like this. <clears throat> that tonight we focus on, uh, we just do, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll do the four matches, or unless anyone else would like to contribute one, I'll have them do with the NWO Wolfpack itself, the Red and Black Attack. Those who were in the Red and Black NWO. <clears throat> and I have, I have actually an interesting one right off the bat. Uh, in which I have, excuse me, let me see. I have Lex Luger and Sting versus, hmm, excuse me, Lex Luger and Sting versus, bear with me here because I, I have a good one. Okay. Versus the dream team of Break the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. That is a good team there. Uh, Gerard, what's your, and I'm sure I probably know what the answer is, but what is your take on <clears throat> this, uh, like I said, this NWO themed tag team match? What were the teams again? Luger and Sting from NWO. The Red and Black NWO versus the Dream Team, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. Who's the first team? Luger and Sting. Luger and Sting versus. Yeah, they were called the Dream Team in the old WWF, but it was Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. Managed by Luscious Johnny V. I'm going to go with Sting and Luger. What do you think there, uh, JG? I'm going to say uh, it, the Dream Team are going down. Well, Greg, so you're, you're going with Luger and Sting of the Wolfpack. Uh, John's also saying Luger and Sting, and I'm saying that too. Uh, another in, another red and black NWO match there, gentlemen, if, if y'all have one. 
Uh, Gerard, J.D., John, if y'all have one, please go ahead and throw it out there. All right, let me think here. Hmm. Thought I had one for a minute. I'm trying to think. Oh, I got one. Okay, JD, go ahead, please. AJ Styles taking on Ric Flair. No, no remember, NWO, black and uh, oh. red and black. Yeah. Whoops, okay. Yeah. All right, let's go with, okay. Hmm, okay. Let's put Masahiro Chono and Tenzon. The Japanese duo, however. Were they in red and black? They were black and white. NWA Not Japan. Black. They're red and black. Red oh, and red and black. black, okay. Ah. Alright, Savage is going to team up with Conan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we'll put them two in to battle with... Oh, boy, this is going to be tricky. This is going to be really, really tricky. Uh, they will take on, well, I did say the Four Horsemen already, so we'll put Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard in the battle with them. Ooh, so we got Randy Savage and Conan from the Red and Black taking on Flair and Tully from the Horsemen. Ooh. Yep. Uh, Gerard, your take on this Red and Black, Red and Black NWO tag match? Wolf Pack. What do you say, J.D.? I'm taking the horseman. John, John, your take here? John John is saying Savage and Conan. Uh, And I'm also saying Savage and Conan as well. John, ooh. Gerard, you might like this one. John's got a six-man tag. He's got Kevin Nash. Conan and Luger versus the Brood. Hmm. What do you think there, Gerard? Wolfpack. Academic, right? So you say what do you say, J D? Same. I will say the same thing too. And uh, John, what you're te- John was doing his Randy Savage impression with the snap to a good thing. He's also saying the wolf pack as well. So that leaves us with the main man himself to close the, for the final match. So GTS, if you please, sir. All right. We're going to do a list of eight-man 
three count and Matt Hardy. Ooh. I'm taking K-Dog's team up right back, guys. Okay. And, Gerard, I think it's academic about who you would pick in this match. Um, yes. Yes, it would. Yes, sir, it is. And uh, we'll get J.D.'s reaction this minute. Uh, John, your take on this uh Well, I forgot to answer. Uh, Lord JD sent a picture here. I think he's probably got you in this chat box too. Yeah, a picture someone did of uh, an NWO belt. Uh, I don't know if you saw the picture or not. Um, we'll have to look at it. Oh, Lord Gerard, you would, you would. You would faint if you saw if you when you see this. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> that is a nice looking belt. Would you like me to send it to you there, bud? No, I'll I'll look at it back here. Oh, okay, no problem. But it's but it, it's it's awesome. It says on the bottom of it. I got to tell you, it's funny. It says this belt is a public service announcement sponsored by the New World Order. <laughs> <laughs> on the belt, it says it on the belt. Oh Lord! <laughs> but you'll like it, bud. You won't like what it costs, though, but you'll like it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> you know how much your son that sucker for? How much? Well, according to the guy that uh, posted it, he said he has one ordered. He pays $1,200 for it. Holy sheep shit. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, you got to be kidding. I mean, I mean, I know that some of those, uh, those, it, those, those, um, some of those deluxe versions of the old title belts call, are real expensive, but this right here, man, ooh, this is special. This is something special right here. Uh, I, I'm gonna actually post this this picture on um, the Wolfpack Radio page. And also the NWO page. I think I think that'd be I think that'd be as Gerard as you like to put it. Too what? Too sweet. Indeed, yes, indeed. This thing will get a lot of hits. I think that one that Bobby created, I'll put it in there too. But I think that might make it a little bit. I think that might get some good responses there too. Uh, JD, how you made it back in, sir? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Gerard's, um, Gerard, Gerard's eight-man tag. Um, of course, he did. Uh, Gerard, if you like, sir, you can form JD of what your 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 infamous eight-man tag was before we go this evening. I think uh, he said it before he left, didn't you? JD? Yeah, I said it was uh, K Dog's team. Oh, you, you did? I did. Okay, I'm sorry. I did not hear you. Thank you very That's much, sir. Thank you. Okay. And, uh, 
had that done. And uh, I got that picture you sent us, JD, of the of the uh, belt. Uh, I, well, I'm just well, I'm just surprised about how much that, that sucker cost. I like to know how much it costs too. I'll have to put it. I would to saw how much it cost. The guy put it on the put it posted underneath the picture. Mm-hmm. Already said how much it cost. Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, he owned one of them. The same guy ordered one of them. That exact belt. Yeah. Underneath where it says the NWO logo. Yeah. It says on the bottom that this belt is a public service announcement sponsored by the New World Order. <laughs> right there underneath it. I'm, yeah, I'm I do see it. I'm looking at it right now. That's a nice looking belt. Yeah, it's it very is. Nice. It's a sweet belt. Yeah. Gerard would love to have that belt around his waist. I think so. The question is, where'd you get it from? Where'd the guy get it from? We'll have to find that out eventually. You know, I saw something on the corner of the picture, JD. If you look at, look at the, on the left hand side of the picture, yeah, bottom left, yeah, see something on there. That might be where it's from. I would look at that and see. Yeah, probably where the guy ordered it from. I definitely, ladies and gentlemen, as we wind down episode number fifty-one, of course, of the, the second installment in W.O. Wolfpack. <clears throat> uh definitely want to thank, like I said, King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo. And, of course, I also want to thank John Gross for joining us here as well, the Human Machine. And, of course, to close out the evening, I now turn it over to the main man himself, the one and the only King and W.O., the, 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 the proud owner of the, the true owner of the Wolfpack show right here. <laughs> Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, take us home. All right. This has been another edition of WCW Wolfpack Radio. The members that have joined us tonight have been the boss, Chad Inshaw, J.D. the Iceman, John, the human suplex machine. Last but not least, King at the GTS. Stay in the ring. God bless. Good night. See you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.